The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, October 1st. 2022. It's Q4 2022. Where has the time gone? It's fall here in New England, but it's still hot in other places. Warning. Let's meet the Beatles, not John, Paul, George, and Ringo, but the tobacco Beatles. We're going to learn about them and how you can and should do to never invite them into your humidor. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 13th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. And the chat room is saying that you're looking good. It looks like you gained a little bit of weight. He doesn't. You look thinner than ever. <laughs> what the hell is that? He's already smoking, too. <laughs> there we go. You're not supposed to start smoking until, this until is, we cut this light. Is, this is harassment. Is there an HR department? And you are bundled up because it's starting to get cool here because you have no fat left on your body. No, I'm just keeping the heat down so that I'm not costing you money. You're welcome. There you are. There you are. <laughs> it's about the same. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, let's light her up, Barry. What do we have here? By the way, it's 85 days till Christmas in case you were counting. 85 days till Christmas. The countdown continues. And uh, today's first cigar is the Kristoff Shade Grown. And it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Christoph Cigars. The size that we're lighting up is a 5.5 by 54 Robusto. And it features a Honduran Connecticut seed wrapper, Dominican binder, and fillers from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. And the single will set you back $8.19, where a box of 20 is $144.99, which comes out to just $7.99 per cigar. And it's a savings of almost $19 or 11% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. This is a good, a well-wrapped cigar. There's a little sheen to it, and that means that the roller really did a good job of stretching that Stretch. wrapper to be able to get that sheen. This is also the shade-grown, not to be confused with the Connecticut, mm -hmm. right? Two different items here when it comes to Kristoff. Mm -hmm. There's a Kristoff shade-grown and a Kristoff Connecticut. This is the shade-grown mm -hmm. for those. This is in the care package, so mm -hmm. you're all smoking that. But if, if you're not in the care package and you want to go out and buy one of these, the one we're talking today about is the shade-grown, often confusing to... Uh, Especially to if somebody on the show notes writes Kristoff Shade. 
Uh, uh, Tom Criswell says it has a bro bun on the end of it. It does. It does. It has the bun on the top, and at the bottom is an unfinished foot, mm-hmm. um, which at the beginning I used to like the unfinished foot, and I've learned to dislike it. Especially in the car, right? Yes. Those think that end is it's just going to fall. It's you gonna, people with all your rules, it's yeah, a cigar, it, cut it. Light it, smoke it, and enjoy no, it for what it is. I have, I have, put I have little holes, holes in. Yep, yeah, yep. I have holes in my shirts. You know who doesn't have holes in their shirts? Us skinny guys. You know why? There's no shelf here, <laughs> so things just fall. Yeah, but if you're watching TV with a snack, where do yeah, you put where it? Do, where do you put your snack? <laughs> First of all, I don't eat snacks. <laughs> it could. I eat meals, and that's it. It could. It could just fall through his ribs. The ashes, it could, right? It could. You fucking put it back up. <laughs> it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought Asshole. to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo. Cut out the federal ship tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. It's old home week here. In our mm-hmm. audience, the cold weather is here, and we're having old friends come visit. I love that. Tight draw because of the unfinished foot. It's not no. all that tight, no. but it's, um, there is a, a, a classic Dominican mustiness on the cold draw. I kind of wish I had a breathe right strip for this. Said no one yeah. ever. No. <laughs> Everybody got their breathe right strip in the care package yep. a week late, but yeah. you haven't. And is the experience highly recommended? No. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so Somebody wrote break. in saying that we jumped the shark with that bit. But what, what I'm glad about is that somebody went outside the box and tried something different instead of what we all do. You go get the cigar you smoke all the time. You cut it the same way. You light it the same way. You and you smoke it. it the same way. And it's not different. And somebody thought to go outside the box. Thank you, Peter. Yes. And unfortunately, you got dickheads like Barry that yep. has to shit on anything that's new <laughs> or different. Dumbest idea Instead of embracing change and trying something new. I, so I'm glad we tried uh, it. Me too. Next time I'm in my mom's basement, I'll see what I can come well, up with. I tried it, and Barry's right. It was stupid. <laughs> We're going to light our cigar today with the Recoil by Vertigo, featuring single action. I'm just making sure he doesn't put that skeleton back up. <laughs> a single jet fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. On the side, you've got a flip-out bullet punch, which I enjoy because <laughs> it doesn't get schmuckus in the fill chamber. And uh, easy adjustment at the bottom, all for the low price of nineteen ninety nine. That is the recoil by Vertigo. I was laughing at the whiskey miser who said, "Outside the box, try a cigar with a suppository." <laughs> ah, um, so those that are listening on the show and didn't see all the graphics and stuff that's here, Ed Sullivan uh, put in the place of Mister Jonathan a skeleton. It is near Halloween time. A skeleton now. with a cigar. Yeah, he superimposed yeah. it on my my image. Yes. And it's then a took, very it, thin image, but it, it took, covered them up easily. Took it away, and it looked very similar, right? Yeah. You guys are ridiculous. Well, the skeleton didn't have glasses. I'm up seven pounds. I've been working out. What? I'm in shape. I feel good. Don't look good. I'm up seven pounds, too. <laughs> <laughs> now, you look happy. I am. <laughs> Winter, the winter weight is starting to come on. <laughs> yeah, getting ready for your hibernation. I am. I got to stop, but we've ordered a Peloton. 
at home. Oh, so you have a place to dry sweaters. Yes. <laughs> the, it the, hasn't shown the, up yet. The bike one? I think so. Well, they got, shown a, up they got yet. a treadmill. There is no way in hell he is running on a treadmill. You got to be careful with those Pelotons. I hear you could lose a testicle. Really? Really? How does that happen? Well, it happened to Lance Armstrong, and he no, was no. part of a Peloton. Oh, well, that was different. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, Dave, maybe we can be friends on the Peloton Really? App. We could compete. I got to get up at 4 in the morning, though, to compete with you, right? It's usually a little later. Yeah. Six, maybe. All right. Yeah, I got. Can, can you physically see me on there? Can anybody see me if uh, I'm on You it? can cover the camera. You All don't right. have to be. Involved. I don't want to be. No, nobody needs to see this. I want to see what the workout outfit looks like. Huh. It's, it's probably something cut, from the eighties. Cut off with, denim shorts yeah. and sandals. <laughs> There's junks hanging out the side, <laughs> along with his pocket. It's a velour sweatshirt sweatsuit. From the 80s. Which uh, no t-shirt have. under it, too. That's so wrong. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> so wrong. It's yeah. disgusting. You wear sweaters like that sometimes, too, with no shirt under it. Just a sweater. I'm not a hairy guy. You are a hairy I guy. I don't care. It's You don't do that. You put a, a t-shirt on. Huh. An underwear, too? <laughs> yes. Yes. Put on the underwears. All right. So, uh... Before we get into uh, the tobacco Beatles, I'm going to go to Ed Sullivan first. Right. Uh, not a Beatles fan. We're talking the music, musical Beatles. Listen, I, there are bands that I hate. The Beatles aren't one that I hate. Okay. Like Led Zeppelin, for example. You don't right. care for Led Zeppelin no. at all. The Beatles, I don't hate. I just think so much of their early catalog is just boy band drivel. It, it was, but they evolved. Once they, they got all their hair, I mean, they, they had some good songs. I just don't think that they're the greatest of all time. But by the they time ch- they grew they their hair out, they were solo acts at that point. No. No, they weren't. No? They, no. they changed music for, right. the, for the better as I mean, years went on through, through, through the 60s. They were... They were it. The first album I ever bought was the Beatles' Hey Jude in 1970. Okay. And then I followed that up with uh, Rolling Stones. All right. Sticky Fingers. Here we go. And then I became a Stones guy. All right. Can't say I blame you there. No. Mr. Jonathan? I much prefer the Stones over the Beatles. But you don't hate the Beatles? Uh, I I don't play the Beatles ever. No, not for it's not a dancing band. I don't mean right. for no. DJing. I mean um, I have music on in yeah. the house. If the Beatles I, come on, I, I play skip the, the song. I, I like the Beatles. I agree with Jonathan. Never play. I'm not offended if it comes on. Like Zeppelin, if it was I, on the radio, I'm so probably not changing the channel. There's no. a Sunday morning Beatles show that's right. been on for about, years and years. Yeah, no, thank well, you, Chachi. Chachi? Yeah. yeah, he still does. Still it? does it, huh. and I still listen. Huh. Now the Sunday and morning the, and the songs haven't changed. Sunday no, morning Elvis, that's a different song story. They made, except for maybe some of the tracks on Sgt. Pepper's, are the same freaking harmonizing boy oh, band songs. True. No, White Most Album. Most overrated band in the history oh, of music. So wrong. No. Now, if you do the White Album mashed with Jay Z's Black Album, now that's a party. That's a party. I don't know. Yeah, I you don't know what to say. That. No. <laughs> I mean, the White Album, number nine, number nine, number nine. Number nine. That's the whole fucking song. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Oh. Helter because you Skelter. know every word to it. <laughs> and you know plus. it and you're bringing it up and it hasn't been a song since 40 for 40 years and you still know it. Helter Skelter was an inspirational song. Yes, for it, some was. it was. It was. It was. <laughs> for the people doing the acid. Favorite Beatles song? <laughs> That's hard to say. 
because there's so many good ones. Got my mind set on you, George Harrison. That would be my favorite <laughs> Beatles song. Paperback Writer. Oh. What? Yeah. That's nobody's favorite. Yeah, I like that song. Really? He literally just Googled worst Beatles songs. I see it right there. <laughs> okay, let's get to tobacco Beatles uh, and talk about them. Um, so how do tobacco Beatles form? You want to help First, me with the, this one? The daddy well, beetle has sex with the mommy Lizzie beetle. Lizzie Derma Suricorn. I think you nailed it. Look how they wrote here. Lizzie Suricorn. It's pretty good. Did he write it phonetically? I did. He did. Yeah. I did. Commonly known he as He misspelled the, the phonetics, too, <laughs> right. which is perfect. <laughs> but I know what it says. Uh, it's an insect very similar to furniture beetles, which eat wood. Uh, but these are cigar beetles, and they eat cigars, and they can ruin uh, all your cigars and all the cigars around them uh, in your humidor uh, if it is not kept properly, uh, even if it's kept properly, depending on other tobacco that is added to it. I heard a horrible story today of a retailer um, that allowed in the, you know, you know how we have our humidors? Sure. Um, what do you call them? The lockers. lockers. Yeah. And they allowed people to bring other cigars into the store that Big were mistake. not theirs, like Cuban cigars. Ugh. And somebody brought a box of Cuban cigars infested with beetles. And everybody's rare cigars that they put in these lockers were completely devastated and wiped out in a short period of time. Now, is that the retailer's responsibility at that point? He should have never let them do that. I know, but then that what the, do you do? Yeah, as soon as you make that dumb mistake, then it's You're on, on you. the hook. Yeah, yeah, it should not be allowed... Um, and for that reason, it, it wipes everybody out. I, I don't know who paid well, who. Not only what? for that reason, but the retailers there trying to operate a business. Why would you make a decision that isn't going to generate any revenue for your business? Yeah, it's because stupid. Re retailers do dumb things. Mm -hmm. I'm a retailer. I've done dumb things. Um, they are very small, two millimeters, brown in color. They can fly. Uh, they live two to six weeks, but cause chaos and such uh, a small amount of time from such a small creature, very, very quickly. Well, they breed very, very rapidly. Yes. Beetles can live in tobacco and lay eggs on the tobacco. Um, beetles thrive on humid climates and hot temperatures above 74 degrees. Mm. Beetles are transferred into cigars you purchase or have been containing beetle eggs in there and then end up in the wrong climate, humid, warm temperatures. Uh, just so you know, that can happen in a UPS truck. It can happen in the trucks transport from uh, as we're importing products. It can happen at, at all times in any way. Uh, seeing of a tobacco beetle is rare. Um, you see it big time in the 90s. Um, they've they've mm. figured out some things to do to lessen that happen. Beetle infestation can be visible. Uh, to the naked eye, but that's rare also that you look at it and you actually can't tell it happens. You, you got a real problem when you start seeing it, so yeah. you don't see it. So Brock Blades wants to know if beetles eat lectins, which they obviously do, right? They do. Oh, tobacco, yeah. Because tobacco is lectin. We, yeah. we learned that. Tobacco is a nightshade. You may open the humidor and find an unwelcome surprise. Uh, instead of seeing it, detecting beetles is usually starts with a cigar smoker opening the humidor and seeing a tiny hole on one of their cigars in there. And and the other thing is, even if there's no hole apparent, you can often see the 
remnants of the beetle. There'll be some scat on the inside of the cellophane. Also, you, you, hear see the, you can hear the crackle sometimes of the beetles. Yeah. And, well, you see little pieces in your humidor mm-hmm. of tobacco. Now, it could be we smoked a cigar with an unfinished foot you have in your humidor, and that could break off possibly. But also, when that happens, some, some fall. Well, what if it's dustier? Dusty, if it's beetles. Yeah. If you see a small hole in one of your cigars, chances are the other cigars are infected also. They're all together, and you think, oh, it's just this one. Let me take them out. But the chances are they have jumped around, and there's more than one. A tiny hole in a cigar serves as the beetle's method of escaping from one specific cigar, tunneling out and escaping and starting onto another one. It's one after the other after the do, other. And they can drill through the side of a box, too. Do the beetles have a wrapper preference or not? No, nope. we not. Just no, they like all wrappers. Pretty sure they all like Tupac. <laughs> yeah. Cigar beetles eat frequently. They can destroy more than a whole box of cigars within 48 hours. It is critical that you take action if you believe the cigars are infected by the beetles. A female beetle lays around 100 eggs hatched within 6 to 10 days, giving birth to the larvae. The larvae is active and moves around on and bores into the product, feeding as it goes. The larvae actually eats the tobacco and lives to grow. They love the hot, humid climate. The complete cycle, life cycle, takes about 26 days at 98 degrees and 120 days at 70 degrees. So the cooler you get it, the longer it's going to take for that to actually happen. So cooler temperatures are your best friend when it comes to this um, as it goes on. But right now it's time to ask the Dawn by Dawn Raphael Cigars. It's time to ask the Dawn. Brought to you by Dawn Raphael Cigars. Don Rafael cigars are premium cigars. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Record number of emails this week. Nice. Well into 40. Well, we got to, we're going to have to do a show on uh, emails that didn't make it. It's not it's not really a good idea. So no? there's a reason why some of them didn't make it. But you take the best of the worst. All right. There's the All name right. of the show right there. Best of the worst. <laughs> the subject line is trouble with lighting and tasting cigars. Hello, Mr. Authorities. I used to be a once-in-a-while cigar smoker, but with the last couple of months, I've been more serious about it. I've been having difficulties lighting and thus tasting cigars as most of them taste like nothing but hot ash. It's frustrating because I've come lucky with some lights. I don't know what that means. Mm. However, wasting $9 to $12 per cigar for them to all taste like garbage. I've watched videos, tried matches, double jets, single jets, etc. Is there a universal noob way of lighting as well as cheap cigars that are also decent so I'm not wasting so much money? I thank you for all your advice and infinite wisdom. I just spent 12 hours in the car listening to the podcast driving to visit my best friend who recently had a stroke and was diagnosed with cancer, the same friend who introduced me to smoking cigars. I listened to the episode about the difficulties Dave had surrounding his grandson's birth, and it really struck a chord with me. Thank you for any information you can provide. All right, so he's tasting cigars that all taste light. I was confused at that also. The cigars all taste 
like hot ash. Hmm. Sounds like he's soot, right? Yeah, Could it sounds it be? like he's over lighting them or he's not cutting enough of the cap off. Smoking too fast. Yeah. So when when somebody says they never taste flavors of cigars, typically we watch how they light the cigar and they scorch the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. The, the outside of it is all burnt on, on uh, because they're not lighting the inside of the foot of the cigar, mm-hmm. uh, center and up, mm-hmm. and then you rotate the cigar and you toast it like a marshmallow. You burn the marshmallow and you see it's all soot and you eat the marshmallow and it tastes like soot. Mm-hmm. That's what happens mostly when everybody says all cigars taste the same. They all taste like soot. And maybe that's what's happening here. And as you draw in that soot, that that taste permeates through the whole cigar. So even when you pass the soot mark, you've already drawn that into the cigar and you're tasting soot. So your puff rate should also slow down as your ash builds up because that ash is going to insulate the ember and keep it lit longer. So there's no need to puff every five seconds you really shouldn't you want to try to extend that out as you start to build an ash at the very beginning you might be every 10 seconds and then you can move to 15 20 and right now i set the cigar down 60 seconds ago i can still see it smoking it's going to be burning nice one to two puffs a minute closer to one and two yeah Uh and it's burning perfect i've got the answer you have the answer you're tasting some smoke you fucking asshole Tastes like smoke. They all taste the same, according to Bill Burr. <laughs> according to, but Bill he's Burr. not smoking correctly either. No. And if he would come on the show, I would teach him this, and he would enjoy cigars more more than he ever did. But no response. No, still no response. Nothing. Amazing. I don't think he likes you. He's listening. I know you're listening. I can see you listening right now. I know. <laughs> I know you're doing it. Just come on the show. Uh, Paul Kraft says Barry is the employee of the week. I owe him 20 him, bucks now. Helped him work through uh, some problems with the order. That's his job. Great customer service. That's his job. Yeah. It should Pop be notch, to everybody. Good. I'm glad to hear it. My job is to make fun of stupid ideas and help people with problems. <laughs> I don't know about make fun of stupid ideas. Try, try to find the, the positive in whatever we do. Well, we, the positives we, is we're not doing it this week. Yeah, so there you go. Uh-huh. But that's not to say it doesn't return because everybody has, has their, their little... Uh, Actually, you have a generic version yes. of the... Uh, yes, Dave didn't want to buy you the real version. <laughs> well, we need a thousand um, bulk. Yeah, it was a packaging issue. Yeah, so that was the, the issue, and um, he needed to do it right away, so he had to wait a month before we sent it. We could, have, we could have got whatever we wanted. We had time, but we didn't. All right, let's get back to tobacco beetles. So I know the question you're asking... Can I smoke a cigar damaged by tobacco beetles? Because they have, people have brought them. They lost, there's their humidor. They had nice cigars in them. A couple of them had beetle holes in them. And I'm telling you that they jump from cigar to cigar. You're infested. It may be all your cigars that's possible. So can you smoke the cigars or should you smoke the cigars damaged by beetles? If you see a hole, I vote for you throwing out the cigars that have been damaged by beetles. That's what I vote for. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of money here and you know it's an issue or whatever. For the ones that are not visible, you don't see the holes. The ones with the holes on it, you could put your finger over the hole and smoke smoke it like a flute, I guess if you want. <laughs> I but I say throw it away. You got to there's got to be some issue here. It's not going to be good. So the ones that aren't visible, I would smoke them um 
but it's going to they very possible they're going to there's some of there's no hole in it but there's a it's been eaten in the inside of the cigar so it's not going to burn well yeah you're going to have some draw problems but it, it's the, not going to taste well the good thing is if you smoke that cigar and you hear a pop you got him you got him you got him <laughs> and he may be dead inside there but still going to pop that yeah protein the beetles uh should have eaten quite a bit of the cigars in the inside if there's a like, like I said, there's, you know, somebody that says, I, I have a cockroach in the house. No, you have cockroaches, right? Yes. You don't there's have never one. just one. Living yeah. in New York, there is never just one. Yeah, there's not one. They're not, you know, the type of animal that stays by themselves yeah. as a tobacco beetle. is not. It doesn't live by himself. As a result, the taste of the cigar, the burn of the cigar will have some issues, but ultimately uh, be, be changed, if not destroyed, by the tobacco beetle. The beetles are unfortunately part of life for manufacturers, retailers, and consumers alike, uh, but it can be controlled. And one of the issues I would do immediately is take those cigars, put them in the freezer, airtight in a, in a uh, plastic bag, put them in the freezer, your regular house freezer or something for a week or so, take them out, put them in a refrigerator for a week or so, acclimate them down to temperature, and then begin and you say, wow, the cigar tastes and burns like shit. Now throw them away. Or you could just throw them away from the start, but that, that's up to you at that point. But um, there's, they're not going to be as good. There isn't just one. you got an issue. Um, also, um, try to find out what that issue is. If it was those fake Cuban cigars you're buying, stop doing that. Um, and even even real ones. Yeah, that's those are the two places because you're going to have they, the yeah, issue. They're not doing the proper things uh, there, and some smaller manufacturers aren't doing it. Um, I, I think the manufacturers that've been around for a while have learned their lesson. It's too expensive not to do the right sure. thing in the first place. Um, but um, I've I've seen it. Um, I remember back in the '90s. Oh, it was bad in the '90s. Receiving them like that. Yeah. And there was a whole lot of cigars that came in that were infested. I called the little cigar company up in those days, and they said, no, they're just fine. And I said, no, they're not. And they're not going to take care of it. And I remember going to the dumpster and dumping all the cigars. I had to. I couldn't put yeah, them in, in the rotation of it. You can't afford that. Because it would have been a, a million cigars. Uh, just couldn't take any chance and stop doing business with the manufacturer, who later goes out of business. Oh, surprise, surprise. Um, hopefully, a manufacturer would take care of it, receiving the product and say, okay, there's there. Uh, I'm having this show on October 1st, and it just kept moving down the, the list of when to do the show because I actually didn't want to do it in the summertime. And I know it's hot some places, mm -hmm. but I didn't want everybody freaking out. But everybody should know the story of the tobacco beetle. It's it's very, very bad for for the retailer, the manufacturer, and the consumer. Where this issue is happening has to be figured out. Find out the cigar that this thing started off in. That would be the one that's most destroyed. Sure. Um, you know, it, just like when there's a fire or something, you can kind of figure out where the fire started. Same thing happens with these cigars. And this is the time of year where most of us are trying to kind of hold off on putting the heat on. It's great because if you did have a problem, you're slowing it down dramatically. Yeah. The summertime, if you're not running your air conditioner, 
get those cigars into the middle of the house on the floor of a closet somewhere so that you're not driving the temperature not up of the your heater. humidor. Correct. Not in well, the summertime, there shouldn't be heat yeah. on. Right. Not, not in the attic? Not in the no, attic, no. for sure. Okay. In the uh, basement. basement, if your basement's dry, if your basement's wet in the summertime, mm. you got mold problems, so you want to move that to some sort of internal closet down low for the, the, the hottest months of the year. What do you do in southwest Florida right now? Yeah, it's probably awfully wet. Smoke them hot. if you got them. <laughs> Smoke them if you got them, right? Uh, all right, so early thoughts here on Christoph Shade. Burning perfectly. Great burn, great draw. As much as I complained about the foot, it mm. kind of glued itself to it when I lit it. There, was, there wasn't all that schmuckus that came off. It actually worked out very well. Uh, looks to me, if you look at the ash, you guys are smoking it, and tubo. And tubar. Yes. And tubar. Uh, you'll see all the squirrels yeah. that are mm. in it. Pretty sure it's pronounced entubau, but who am I to it's not correct you. It's either you one are. of you? You be you are. Okay. Entubar. You guys are both Hispanic, I, I clearly. Mean, bow is bow buns, B-A-O. Getting some barbecue spice as I ignore Barry, arguing that his pronunciation is correct when he pronounces it E P Cayo. You're clearly the you're L's, clearly the fucking expert on Spanish pronunciation. Anyway, strength check. Don't you two see that you're in love with each other? <laughs> it's coming in at like four or five. I'm gonna say five because Dave's gonna say six, so I'm gonna say five. It's a five. It's a four. Oh, I thought you said five. No, he said five. All right, it's a five. Uh, chat room, 72% say three, four. Really? Oof. I'm always one better than everybody else. One better. Not one more. One better. That's how I take it. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, uh, what can be done to stop the tobacco beetles? And what should you do or maybe should you not do um, when buying cigars. Plus, what do we do that no other store does? There we go. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. 
Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Kristoff was pissed off, I was surprised. Kristoff cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Kristoff is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Nicholas Melillo, a.k.a. Nick Aragua from Foundation Cigar Company. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. We are back. We're smoking Christoph Shade. We're talking about the Beatles, and we got to see Glenn Case at our uh, annual Two we Guys did. Yes, we did, my friend. Yes, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he was in a terrible, terrible mot- motorcycle accident. Uh, he was in the hospital for about a year, so you haven't seen <laughs> Glenn around. I saw him at the trade show for the first time. Uh, and learned about, uh, they kept it kind of really secret of what happened. And uh, now he's up and about, and uh, he's not 100%, but I'd say he's 90%, which is uh, better than the average person that's 100%. So, so. it was a secret car accident? Yeah. Huh. Motorcycle. 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 Oh, yeah. That's yeah. bad. Yeah, very bad. So he's back around. Uh, we have a new rep in the area that he uh, introduced us to that night. And uh, so all is well, but there was nobody to uh, come on the show uh, for for this um, that we planned on smoking the, the Christoph to it. Uh, but uh, that being said, we have an event going on in the store today. And uh, Nick from Foundation Cigars here, because I saw it on the marquee as you would come in. So uh, it, it wasn't Nick Malillo. No. Or Malillo. It's Nick Goss, who was, the, who was uh. our rep. But he just... Jonathan just decided to put his first name on here. Well, his name is Nick. And, and, it's, and it's packed. <laughs> People are asking him all these questions about Broadleaf. They're taking their picture with him. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. So uh, all this is fun and dandy. Uh, Never seen a rep sign an autograph before. Right. But hey, there's a first time for everything. 
So we're talking about tobacco beetles here, and uh, today most manufacturers take precautions against tobacco beetles. This isn't the 90s anymore. Uh, prior to shipping the product out from their factory, and there's all kinds of different things they have, almost like a pest strip type of thing that happens. You'll mm -hmm. see inside there uh, something in a box that ends up happening, and there's tablets that are putting in and a fumigation thing that happens. Before you go any further. Yep. Couldn't this be a perfect time if you found cigars that have the beetle holes in them for the cigar tailor to come back and then just put some patches on it so that you could get a draw? Hmm. Patches. <laughs> so the cigar tailor just shows up at your house. They've got the kit. They've got the, the Gouger well, gum the stuff kit. and then put the tobacco on it. Now, are they going to get matching patches or contrasting patches? I think if you were close, you know, it's a shade type cigar maybe it's this shade and if but it's sun grown it's sun grown you're not going to put connecticut on a maduro probably not no no then you have a polka dot cigar yeah it would be terrible yeah. so the source at the source insects monitoring traps are available for the cigar beetles in most cigar factories which contain a special agent to attract the male beetles uh -huh. you can take care of one side, if you get the males out there, they can't reproduce, right? Mm -hmm. Helps detect the monitoring infestation. It's nothing worse than a horny, bitchy beetle. Mm -hmm. In fact, bulk tobacco in the form of beetles can be from, uh, fumigated using chemicals. And those chemicals during the fermenting stage burn away. They heat it up right. and they burned away at the same thing. So many stages, these things can end up happening. Some manufacturers actually make the cigars, and then after they make the cigars, they put them in sub-zero freezers right in their factories. Perdomo, and I believe this is the case because that, that's what I saw, they load up the container and they attach the air conditioning unit to the container that the cigars are going to be shipped in. They get that to the minus 10 degrees Fahrenheit, for three days, they unhook the container from this freezer thing and ship that container because it's already packed. And now during the shipping, those cigars can Thaw start. Out. Very smart. Very I smart. think it's brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Um, so um, there is actually one retailer, and I don't know if there's more than one, but there's one retailer as the cigars come into them, they put them in sub-zero freezers. Which Who's that, is Dave? Insane. It's me. <laughs> we do it. Hmm. Uh, and it, it stems from back in the day of the problems. And, and it's, you know, it doesn't have to happen all the time. I don't have to put Perdomo cigars in there, Garofalo cigars that he makes for us. Um, but sometimes. There's smaller manufacturers that don't have the technology. Or that I'm not sure. Sure. I, I, I can't take the chance. Let's do this. Um, trade show. I'm. Starting to do business with little manufacturers that mm -hmm. I saw, and you know maybe they're doing the right thing and everything's fine. Maybe they're not. I don't know. I don't want to take the chance because there's millions of dollars worth of cigars that are there. Yeah, and let's put them in the. It, it comes in, put them in the freezers. Three days in, four days out, and then how did you? I, I gotta know the mentality because I know that I, I hear them clanking when you're walking around. How did you have the balls to stay in this industry with how many things can go wrong from the point of receiving the product to the point I, of sale? I live life. I lived it. So what can I possibly do about this, this problem? 
And I had people that I bought cigars from, the stuff comes in with Beatles, and they say, screw you, you bought them, it's your problem now, and I throw them in the dumpster. And then I go, okay, what can I do for that? Never happen. I'll never do business with him again. Okay, that's all set. But when something comes in and I don't know it, let me, take, let me not take the chance and freeze it. I bet you I save money for the cost of the freezes over time. time yep. I bet I ended up saving it because we haven't had a problem with a Beetle since the 90s. And I hear that it still happens. And I heard today from another retailer. Oh, my God. We just went through. Okay. In the summertime, of course. Uh, we went through it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Um, maybe you want to invest into freezes or stop buying from that person. Um, Mistakes happen anyway, so it it certainly could happen with somebody else, you know, that is a good manufacturer that decided not to to do that move. Um, You you know, uh, you heard this week of um, a terrible, um, basically tragedy that happened. A a cigar manufacturer, their their factory burned down. Uh, What do I have information on that here? Adventura. Adventura um, by William Ventura. And um, Maurice Cox, his factory, which was really the, it's his factory, mm-hmm. Mauricio's, and he rented out a space to Adventura, who has, luckily, they have two other places where they make, mm-hmm. make cigars. Um, so I, I think we'll still, they got a major problem. I mean, they lost a lot. Um, but to do things great, we need to be able to ensure um, tragedies and setbacks with a heavy heart. Uh, we inform you that Tabacalera William Ventura burned down this morning. Uh, we don't have any information as the cause of the fire, but thankfully no injuries were reported. Uh, I saw terrible, terrible pictures. Uh, it's completely wiped out. Yeah, wiped they, out. they called us the next day and they said we were lucky enough to just get a shipment in. It'll be the last shipment we get for quite some time. Right. What do we want? And we have we have uh, one of the Ventura's scheduled here in October. Yeah, I'll be... Uh, I'm curious if he's actually going to be able to make it. Yeah, probably not. you so, got to figure he has so much going on right now with this. So can you do that this week? Yes, we will give definitely him the, reach give out. Give him so, the out, basically. Yes. You know, I, I know yep. you got a lot going on. I'm just... We we'll, got you scheduled. I'm sure you can't. Will do. Uh, and and let him, let him off on... Uh, but if you're a fan of Aventor or even uh, Freud's Super Ego, now's the chance to go because Super Ego supposedly lost all their tobacco for oh. the current project. And probably the next project that's coming out, hmm. uh, who knows if we'll see that now. But I know a lot of people have been stocking up a La Irona. We're one of the few yes. retailers to carry it. Uh, but if you're a fan of that line, buy now because it might be quite some time. Yeah. Um, both Maurice Cokes, he's the maker of Viahuelo and lots of other brands, um, and uh, William Ventura, both of them say we are going to rebuild. Uh, so th- this is, you know, something like that ends up happening uh, sometimes. Okay, that's it. I'm out of this business. Um, I heard um, no insurance on hmm. the um, William Ventura side. Yeah, I heard the other side had minimal. M- minimal, I mean, not enough. Minimal for what they had. Yes. Maximum for what the DR will insure, but yeah. minimal for, for what they had in stock. And the building was completely torn down yesterday. Yes. Hmm. And the building is owned by Hochi Blanco, which is La Galera. Um, they are up at the top of the hill. Uh, 
walking distance um, up there is his factory, which was fine, but he owned that building also, and that's another devastation to Hochi also, right. uh, lo- losing that. So all three are saying they are rebuilding their company. Um, so that's the good news of it. They're in. Uh, well, that's what they're saying now because the, the wound is there. I mean, as they start digging and seeing what the, the costs are, labor costs are up, material costs are yeah. up. Good luck trying to find they're, somebody they're, to build. Their hardest issue is going to be replacing the, the tobacco. Yeah. Because I'm sure aged they tobacco. Ha- aged tobacco. Yeah you, yeah, you can't buy aged tobacco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But I'm hearing already that competitors – this is the beauty it of this happened, industry. Yep, it's happened before in the past, and they step up to help each other out. They help their competitor out, which is so beautiful. Yeah. Um, I know uh, molds were sent from um, my friends at Jose Dominguez, ended up sending molds to their other factory because they didn't have the specific size because that was in that factory where they're making that specific size. I have those molds. Let me send them to you. And um, th- this niceness is going on. And, and keep well, in mind. you never want to see a tragedy happen. You yeah. don't want to. If you, you want to beat somebody in a fair market competition, not you had a fire. That's not. That's fair. That's the one thing that blows my mind. Even like for retailers, I mean, it's great here in New Hampshire. All the retailers get together. They have the Cigar Association in New Hampshire. They fight the taxes. But you look at some other states. The retailers can't get together yeah. because they don't see that we're all in the same boat. Yeah, it's your only friend. Yep. You know, maybe the government isn't your friend, uh, you know, but... Maybe. <laughs> the retailer can be your best friend and help you out. I, I always said when I moved up here to, to all the people around, listen, I carry way too much inventory than I probably should. You ever shot anything, just come down and grab it and then replace it when you want or mm-hmm. everything. It's, you know, if, if you need something, I'm here for them. Uh, yet, they may be selling the cigar to my customer, yeah. but it doesn't matter. Um, because what goes around comes around, and someday you may need them. And um, th- it's so nice to see with the manufacturers yeah. doing it. And I, I always saw that a lot, especially in the DR, that these guys, I'd, I'd go to some baseball game or something with one of the manufacturers, yeah. and there's the other manufacturers. and Buying each buddies. other Presidente yes. and laughing. Yes. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. So uh, sometimes in these, these tragedies, it's time for people to step up and, and help them in any way. And one of those things is they're probably thinking they need to come to, to two guys because they schedule it with us and you let them off the hook. 100%. Yeah, that they don't need to do that. But right now it's time to take a peek into the asylum from my friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> and Dave, I don't know if you have Netflix, but if you do and you haven't seen Dama, you're missing out on a twisted story with some incredible acting. Like many shows on the streaming service. Jeffrey Dama? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Like many shows on the streaming service, that show gets tagged with various subject matters. The serial killer who was eaten into eating five guys before it was popular. <laughs> and as a result, the series was tagged with the moniker LGBTQ. However, that community is now in uproar, saying they don't want to be represented that way, and they're demanding the LGBTQ moniker be removed. 
feel like we've come full circle with them being homophobic. Elsewhere, critics are slamming the series, saying it's predictable because, you know, it's, it's a true based story. Based on a true story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's not I only how insane, it so. it's asylum. I know. You know what Jeffrey Dahmer's favorite drink is? Blood? Cup of Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Cup of Joe. Coffee? What? A fucking cannibal. <laughs> Joe, Joe, as in Cup the name of Joe. Joe, the name Cup, Joe, yeah. the person. No, I, <laughs> I get it when you don't get certain <laughs> levels of pop culture. You know, you're not big on the hip hop guys and all that outside of Wu Tang. But I mean, come on, no, that was weak. It was weak. Uh, it was a decent dad joke, I, I and you it was blew a it. Great dad joke, really. <laughs> Not as good as the Five Guys joke that uh, Ed Sullivan gave me yesterday. <laughs> that he gave you the Five yes. Guys? Well, you know where I saw that? Henry Santoro posted that. You right. Remember him from WFNX, the news guy? Yes. Okay. Um, is Dahmer good? It's a good the, the movie. Acting, the guy that's playing the role of Jeffrey Dahmer, one of the best acting jobs I've ever seen. Creepy And how long? how long of a show is this? I've gotten through four episodes so far. It's how? supposed to be two seasons, but I don't, I don't recall if it was six or eight episodes. All right. I'm, I'm on it tomorrow. You're on it? I'm on it. You're going to binge watch? It, it is gory. It is You're going to Netflix and chill? Gory? Gory. Yeah, I know the story. Yeah. Um, it's pretty bad, right? Yeah. But the huh. actor that's playing him? Yeah. One of the best acting jobs Dude, I've seen. I've, I've been watching Chef versus Wild. It's kind of like a survival series with a cooking competition. So he's in the wild. They got to go out and forage for all their ingredients for 96 hours and really? then have a cook-off. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so they have to survive in the wilderness for the 96 hours? Yeah. And go get their food. And go find And then make mushrooms. a gourmet meal out yeah. of it. Five-star gourmet I could fast meal. for that long. I'd be okay. Yeah. So what can you do if a tobacco beetle comes into your humidor? What do you, you do if that happens, the consumer or the retailer? Doesn't matter if your humidor is plastic or a high-end piece of art. The beetle problem was a result of the rise in temperature in your humidor. It is important that your humidor be stored in a cool temperature at all times, no more than 70 degrees. The temperature should not be placed near the top of the top or on top of heating elements, under artificial lights, or in or near direct sunlight. Cigar beetles cannot live in the cold. Adults die within six days at 40 degrees temperature. The eggs only survive five days at 32 degrees temperature. So you can put in your regular freezer. Uh, you know, people say you need the sub-zero. No, you don't. It's just going to take a longer period of time for right. that to happen. Below zero, they cannot survive at all, and that's the reason for the sub-zero thing that, you know, let's just make it uh, as, as quick as possible. If not threatened or if not treated or frozen, beetles carry a symbolic yeast that is transmitted to the next generation of the egg and carries internally into the lava to create. It just keeps happening. The lava creates more beetles that ends up happening. Usually what causes an outbreak of the beetles are hot temperatures, beetle eggs. In eliminating cigar beetles and saving the remainder of your cigar, place your remainder of your cigar in a Ziploc bag and seal it. It is imperative that you put them in your home freezer, but better if you have a freezer that goes to sub-zero, works better and faster, for five days in a regular freezer. The larvae left on the existing 
cigar beetles will be killed off during the frozen process, which prevents future beetles from hatching. After five days has elapsed, the bag needs to be taken out of the freezer and placed in the refrigerator now. Which is the only time you put cigars in the refrigerator. Correct. Well, it's sealed in a bag, so you're, yeah. not, you're yeah. not moving moisture from the cigar to the environment. For two days. Slowly bring it back to temperature, because if you take it out of the freezer and you put it right in regular temperature, you're going to start cracking the yeah, cigars. You're, you're That's when splits, splits happen. So now place your cigars to be placed back in a cleaned-out humidor. Now, here's your humidor that, by the way, is infested also, right? So you have to wipe that down with a damp cloth or sponge, which you should be doing during this whole process while you're freezing. I have used white vinegar and water, 50-50 mix, and wipe it down and then leave it open to dry or else it, your cigars will taste like vinegar. You leave that open for the five days too and that'll evaporate out. And vacuum. Before you wipe it down, you don't want mud in the humidor. You want to get all the schmuckus out of there. So vacuum it out with a shop vac. Get all the dust out first. Yeah. Um, and you can even wipe it down with alcohol at that point. Um um, or you could actually put that humidor, if it's a small enough humidor, in your freezer also. Mm-hmm. So freeze it just in, in, in case if you're able to do it. Humidor is too big, do what I say there. So warning. U.S. Postal Service in mail trucks, UPS, are hot in the summer if you're buying your cigars online. If you've ever gone in one in the, in the hot summer, even in New England, never mind Florida, Texas, Arizona, the heat inside those things are unbelievable. Retailers have to get their cigars in the summertime, too. So we have to buy cigars, and we're buying cigars in the summertime, too. Everybody needs to be alert and not drop the ball on this. So that's why it's important for the manufacturer to do it also on their side. And if possible, we and you can do it on our side. Um, if you go to a shop to buy your cigars... It better be cool inside that shop year-round. If you go into the cigar shop and you say, wow, it's really hot in here, it's find news. another cigar shop is, is, my, is my thing. If you're a retailer and you say, you know, saving on the air conditioning, we're just going to keep it to 78 degrees or something like that, it's trouble. Suck it up. Lower your temperature at the store all the time and don't have that problem because you'll end up paying for the cigars later on. It's mm-hmm. one or the other. Just make the temperature down, and you go into a cigar shop in the winter, and it's our cigar shop, and you say, it's always too cold in here. Wear a sweater or something. Speaking of hang cold. around the store or whatever. Speaking of cold, when you eat vanilla ice cream right out of the freezer, you're, it, it chills your palate to the point where you really can't appreciate all the subtleties of vanilla, vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Now, if you take it out of the freezer for four or five hours... Mm-hmm. And you let the vanilla ice cream get up to room temperature. So you make soup. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and you taste that. It's a different vanilla. It's more it's creamy. It's, it's better. better. So melted vanilla ice cream is one of the predominant flavors I'm getting. I'm on the final third of this Kristoff Shade Grown. Dave, you know how I got rid of the beetles in my humidor? I put Yoko Ono in there. <laughs> then they split up and you, all went their separate yeah, ways. Well, you put oh. Jay Bushy in there? <laughs> we could have some sort of beetle killer or something thing and call it Yoko, Yoko. Ono. Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny? That would be good. <laughs> you should love that. Like a beetle bomb. Yeah. 
you know, sell that little thing in a little pack, the things they use inside the factories. I think you can't use them in the United States. I think it's outlawed, uh-huh. whatever that thing is. That That's the problem that happened uh, in the U.S., but let's assume it didn't, and you sell it to consumers, and they're called Yoko Ono. It'd be good. <laughs> It'd be good. Breaks the Beatles. Sure, out. there's no lawsuit there. Is that your next project? Or just Yoko. You, yeah. you don't say Yoko Ono, you just call it Yoko. Just Yoko. Yeah. People know. They'll know. They'll know. That's funny. That's good. <laughs> All right, uh, what do you think, Christoph Shade? Very good. The draw is impeccable. The burn line is impeccable. This would score a, a, a really good rating if I got it blind on the uh, Cigar Journal. Speaking of which, there's talk, I've heard it, mm-hmm. that Barry is about to do a review on a cigar <laughs> that he absolutely thinks is the best cigar he ever had. But where do you go? And thinks the talk is that he's going to break the 100 mark. <laughs> Which is, you really shouldn't do that, because you're going to be talked negatively. I'm already talked negatively yeah, as it uh, is. No I mean, if you're tell. telling me, as the man behind the Cigar Authority, this is your baby, mm-hmm. the show and everything, not to do it, I won't do it. But you would consider going over the 100 mark. It's already written. The review score really? is already in. It's scheduled to post on Monday morning. Hmm. I know what the score is. Huh. I think we wait and find out. Yeah. I, I, I've i never told you to do anything with... with no, yeah, which is great, yeah. but this is yeah. your baby. Don't I'm, start, I'm along no. for but, the ride. But there's chatter that's happening there. The, because the you've, issue, done, you've done two 100s before. I've done like three 100s. Okay. Two Atabays and a Padrona. Okay. If, if a cigar is perfect, that is 100. There is no bonus points for a cigar. It doesn't get extra credit. That's what I say. It's extra credit can definitely exist. Absolutely not. I think you can go up to 105. That's an arbitrary number. You just pulled it out of your ass. <laughs> I've never right had next a, to 106. I've never had a test that didn't have more than a five-point bonus on it. Huh. Tests in remedial school I, are different than other tests. I had a very cool conversation with William Cooper about it. And he encouraged me to yeah, do it. Yeah, one because day. he's eliminating wanna, the competition. Because they he, know, he knows who's going to bash me and he goes they have no right to bash me those words came out of his mouth it's gonna be tough it's stupid man. it's gonna be they're gonna come at you bad. you won't embrace the breathe right strip but you're thinking about going past what the maximum threshold is who says 100's the maximum threshold it's we a- had an email last week that says that the whole review process needs to be changed because the why scoring can't, well, why can't is out of 100 yeah, it, it's zero to 100 right and which really the is scoring. i would say it's 60 to 100. You never saw yeah. anything below 110%. Maybe moving forward, I'll do uh, 160 to 200. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Monday, what time is this going? It's, it's going to go uh, up at 10 a.m. So, 10 he's Monday okay with on the cigar authority. He's okay with change as long as he's the one generating oh, yes. the stupidity. Mm-hmm. If someone else has a stupid idea, we can't we can't embrace uh, that. It just I, I has say to be it him. goes it goes badly for you personally. I don't yeah. think it goes badly for the cigar authority. Well, I think it goes badly for you, and you're going to get right. upset with things. People are going to say bad you stuff. Are, you you have a history of being able to dish it out and not be able to no, take I it. Can take so it. from certain people, I uh, can take it. Certain people, but not mm. the people that have made you cry. They're the going to come at you. <laughs> They're going to come at you. Hey, it's already written. You don't know if I'm giving it a, a ninety-nine, a, a hundred, a hundred and one, a seventy. It's not a seven. Yeah, I'm I'll saying be, it's I'll the best cigar I ever smoked. Yeah. Which, by the way, me and Ed Sullivan had that conversation this morning. It might be the best cigar ever. Yeah. So catch that Monday uh, on the Cigar Authority. Yeah. Po- um, dot com. Yep. Dot com. 
It's already written. Yeah. Dave, Mario Velasco says you should call your freezer Yoko. Just put a big name tag on the freezer, Yoko Ono. I like it. Yeah. So that that's going to go in the, into the new warehouse now. <laughs> yep. The freezer will be named Yoko, Yoko Ono. I'll put them in Yoko. <laughs> I, done. <laughs> yeah. Done. That it's is a, good a done idea. deal. That is a done deal. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, what does Two Guys Smoke Shop do? Just in case, there probably no other cigar shop. Jonathan already blew it because he didn't read the show notes. But, uh, yeah, we, we do the freezing. A perfect cigar to light up uh, that will match the content, the Fat Finger Countdown, and lots more. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Agent Room 4, Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast. Or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. 
The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th Anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th Anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th Anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th Anniversary. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hi, this is Tony Serino. And this is Carson Serino. From Serino Cigars. You are listening to the Cigar Authority. On the United Podcast Network. And we are back and we're talking about the Beatles today. Welcome back, everybody. And uh, we have a... Uh, Cigar to light up. I talked a lot about this cigar, um, but uh, finally we are going to light this up. Barry, what do we have? Well, this cigar is for the lonely people. It's the Eleanor Rigby, I mean the Eleanor Rose, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Serino Cigars. The Eleanor Rose that we're smoking is five and three quarters by 54, and it features an Ecuadorian Rosado wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, and fillers from Nicaragua, Peru, and Pennsylvania. A single will set you back $9.69, while a bundle of 10 is $85.99, which comes out to $8.59 per cigar. That's a savings of almost $11 or 11% off the bundle price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. All right, this one is the Eleanor Rose Revolver. The Revolver. I see how you pulled the whole show together. <laughs> That's it, because yes. the Beatles revolver, right? Yep. And this is the Ella Rose, and this is how it all goes together. It's time to cut our cigar, the official cutting, brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. I got a... Uh, Text message from Nick Perdomo. He was in, um, not Ireland, uh, one of those. Scotland. Scotland. Yep. Scotland. So he put up a picture. And he had a video of the guy doing the the cut. And he said, I couldn't even understand this guy. And he says, Perdomo, cut the (laughs) S-chip thing. 
And uh, he says, oh, my God, you got fans out here. We're international. We're international, uh, which is great to see. Cold drawer? Pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds. Yeah. Regular <laughs> size pumpkin seeds? Or <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you don't follow Tony Viveros on, on uh, Viveros, 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 that guy on Facebook, you, you should check out what these guys are doing. And there was a cameo from Ed Sullivan in the video. Tony Viveros is Tony V, comedian yeah. Tony V, who does the intro on the Cigar Authority. and uh, it, The Ashholes intro. The Ashholes, the Ashholes. And um, go ahead, tell them what you're doing. Well, we did a news story on the podcast of a guy who got a giant pumpkin. This is two Boston guys whack a pot, whack, whack up, up a, a pie, pie podcast that yeah. you got a producer on. Right. They got a giant pumpkin. Fashioned it into a boat, and he floated down the river, set a world record, 38 miles. So Jimmy Dunn and Tony V decided they're going to get a giant pumpkin and use it as a boat. And they went to Topsville Fair, which is the big fair where they have the world's largest pumpkin contest. Yeah, and after some serious negotiation, normally, and Woody told us this, he's in charge of the GPC, yes, the Giant Pumpkin Council. Yes. Normally, you pay a dollar a pound for giant pumpkins. Yeah. We got an 865-pound pumpkin for $200. Oh, my God. You got to weigh down. You saved 600-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All the additional money that we raised for this event will go to a food bank in Boston. So, And I understand the biggest contributor to this was you yourself. I was. Yes. I was. It's just so ridiculous. I had to see it happen. Ed Sullivan is a good man, my friends. And they're going to go out in this pumpkin in the Atlantic Ocean. We're going to light our pumpkin seed flavored <laughs> cigar with the Recoil by Vertigo featuring single action, a single jet fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank, on the side, you've got a flip-out bullet punch at the bottom, an easy adjustment. On the side, a fuel window, all for the low price of $19.99. That is the recoil by Vertigo. All right, this is the chocolate cigar. Think chocolate. It is, I love this cigar. I love it, I love it, I love it. How many lectins in pumpkin, Jonathan? A lot. A lot. You, so what they do also is they have a um, pie night, which is the night before Thanksgiving. They do a comedy show. And uh, thank you. And on pie night, they have um, pies. And they have a comedy show. And uh, what, they, what they have to do is make some pie out of this giant pumpkin. All right. I want to talk about something real quick. <laughs> One of the things in ghosting a lighter is the tea. It's timing. Timing's important with a single jet lighter because you only have one ignition point and one jet to supply the fuel. You got to do it slow. So with a single jet lighter, people will get frustrated because they'll click it too fast and it won't ignite. So you need to have proper timing Mm. to get any single jet to light. You pull the igniter back, let the reservoir fill with fluid, then the spark will ignite the butane and you'll have no issues and it will light every time. Unless you have... Giant fat fingers. What your fingers have nothing to do with it. Yes, because you see what happens here. This is the breathe thing where the air goes. Yeah, and you put your fat finger over it. My fat finger is over it, and that's what happens. It doesn't end up getting the air. And I look at it and I can hold it down here and try to hold it, but my arthritis is a problem. So this is not a perfect lighter for me. I see if I do this, it works fine. But when I do it with the way fat finger does it, 
that blocks the, the mm-hmm. air in it. So I'm handicapped, and I, I learned to work with this handicap that I have. <laughs> Giant fat fingers and arthritis. So, so I make a, a drink every day because I, God you weren't I a want proctologist. to get, <laughs> right? I want to get my antioxidants in. Of so course you do. I order from Amazon this this drink called Chaffee. It's ground up cacao beans, and you brew it just like coffee, and it has that chocolatey component. And that's what I'm getting from this. This is not semi sweet chocolate. You're such a sheep. This is dark chocolate. <laughs> With a very, very, very subtle sweetness, a natural sweetness. Shouldn't you throw some blueberries in that? They're a powerful antioxidant. Blueberries are good, but I, I tend to eat any fruits or berries Nobody later cares. in the day. <laughs> I care Not with less. my coffee in the morning. I think uh, Vertigo needs to come out with ADA-approved lighter. <laughs> American Disabilities Act. Because according to Whiskey Miser, this lighter is not ADA-approved. Yeah. Huh. Um, so we, we got this, I got this information from somebody was sent to me and it's, um, right attitudes, ideas for impact. Mm -hmm. This is party etiquette. Can you take leftovers home? Huh? (laughs) We're still on this. Well, we need the answer. This, this might acquit you party. Uh, hang on a second. There's no fucking way <laughs> that he's reading it on the show. True story. If I'm going to be acquitted. True story. I'm going to be hung high. A reader's question about potty etiquette at the end of a potty. Could you expect to return home with leftovers of food or drink that you contributed to a potty? The answer is no, unless the host offers. Ah. Unless the host offers, which is the important thing now that I need you to understand. Because you're never going to offer. No, maybe I would. You won't. You never have. Right. I'm going to take matters into my own hands. No. (laughs) I think the issue with this was Gianna said she wanted some. She went to put the baby to sleep, came back, and it was gone. The first one, which was the mac and cheese, was Gianna, I brought you a gift. Mm. I gave her the gift, and I had the second one as a backup. You are a guest in... The host's home. Hang on a second. Hang on. Hang on. I object right away. You weren't a guest. Was I invited? You were not. Then I'm not a guest. No, you were an uninvited guest. Acquitted. You're still a guest. You were a trespasser. You're still an uninvited I was trespassing. (laughs) You contribute to the party uh, as a gift. Unless your host decides not to preserve the remainder of the contribution and suggest you take the leftovers home. Don't expect to return with the leftovers. Just return with the empty plate. Mm. I say don't even return with the empty plate. You, you, you're giving that up too. <laughs> At potluck parties, however, yeah. you can take your leftovers home, but first offer to leave some for all of the leftover guests in the host. So the offer wasn't made either. Would you like to take this? <laughs> no. Yes. No, that's take not that. how I choose Read to live my yourself. life. Read it yourself. I'm just trying to make you a better person. Um, I can't believe you're still on this. It bothers you so much. Bothers so, everyone. So we're smoking the Eleanor Rose Revolver. Revolver was an album of the Beatles, uh, and so was Eleanor Rigby was a song on the album right. of the Revolver. But this isn't Eleanor Rigby. This is Eleanor Rose. Eleanor Rose. Because they couldn't write Eleanor Rigby. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's Eleanor Rose. It's like the freezer is now going to be yo- known as Yoko, Yoko, not Yoko Ono. 
There's going to be Yoko, <laughs> and that's what the freeze is going to be. So I I have uh, uh, some questions to get to uh, with that. By the way, but, Mario says that act should have you stripped as Mister. Oh, that you should just be Jay. Jay. Denied. So the Elena, um, the the Beatles Revolver was the seventh album of the Beatles. This is I'm looking at this because will there be possibly new sizes of Eleanor Rose that comes along that, that connects with this? Uh-huh. Or is there now? Um, the seventh album of the Beatles, it was released on August 5th, 1966, accompanied by a double A-sided single, Eleanor Rigby. What's on the back side of that? No one cares. Yellow Submarine. Oh, what a travesty that was. Oh, a horrible song. There were two hits. The album of the Beatles' finally re- final recording uh, project before their retirement as live performers. Ray Charles does a much better Eleanor Rigby, by the way. Useless information, but I'm about to be a grandfather. Yay! My uh, stepdaughter just went into labor. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So if you might have to get up and leave, get up and leave. No, she doesn't want anybody there. So. Okay. Uh-huh. But thank you. All right. <laughs> uh, Rolling Stones said it's the third greatest album of all time. I doubt that. It's true. I'm with Ed Sullivan. No, I'm sure they said it. All right. So, right, what are you doubting? You don't agree. You don't doubt they said it. I don't doubt that. They said it. Your research is always impeccable. It is. Uh, First song on the album is Taxman. What do you feel about that? I love it. I love the whole idea of that song. Yeah. It's about negative on the taxes that was happening to them. it's It's a George Harrison song. We like George. All right. He's a good one. Two minutes and 39 seconds, the tax man. Eleanor Rigby is the second song on the album. Uh, two you know who did the second seconds. best version of that? Of Aretha Eleanor, Franklin. Of Eleanor Rigby? Yeah, yeah. I heard it. I know it. I know so it. You got Ray Charles is the best one, then Aretha Franklin. The Beatles are somewhere in the next page. Oh, you're wrong. Uh, number three on that album is I'm Only Sleeping. I don't know that. I'm Only Sleeping. Uh, number four, Love You Do. There's an old... Type of sure, song. it's not Love Me Do? Nope, Love You Do. Number five. They also had a Love Me Do, did they, they did. not? They had a lot uh, of love. Two different love songs. Love Me Do? Yeah. Number five, Here, There, and Everywhere. Here, There, and Everywhere. Great song. It's a ballad. Who Number sings six. Uh, McCartney sings that one. Yellow Submarine. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> Snap. Uh, Yellow Submarine, number six. Uh, and and that's because it was Ringo, right? You didn't like it? No, it's a stupid song. That's why yeah. I don't like it. It's we all live in a yellow submarine. We all live. I've never lived in a yellow submarine. She said, she said. If I got a free submarine and it was yellow, I wouldn't go in it, let alone live in it. Good day, sunshine. All the songs, two minutes long. Two minutes. Yeah. Two minutes, ten seconds. And, um, and some For some of them, that's two minutes. Too many. <laughs> yeah. And your bird can sing. Two minutes and two seconds. Definitely on the list. For no one, two minutes and two seconds. Dr. Robert. I don't know that one. Dr. Robert? No. I want to tell you. Got to get you into my life. Great song. Great song. Got to get you into my life. Covered by Stevie Wonder, I believe. No, by... Lockman Turner Overdrive? No. <laughs> Who did it? Got to get you into my life. A um, lot of horns. Um, Chicago. No. Blood, sweat, and tears. 
No, you stop talking. <laughs> Those are the ones that have the horns. Earth, wind, Earth, and wind, fire. and fire. Boom. Earth, wind, and fire. Two minutes and 33 seconds. And the last song in the I album. I get half credit Tomorrow for Never Knows. This is a great album there. Mm-hmm. Besides there a couple of my five songs you didn't know. Not bad for an album. There's two that I don't know. But great album. Terrible. Not, not only am I going to watch that Dharma show, I'm going to listen to the entire album. Perfect. You should do them both at the same time since you can't hear anyways. It's not going to matter. <laughs> wow. It's time for the poll question of the week, and it's brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. And each week we play the game of One Must Go as we ask a question and put a group of answers versus each other, and you can vote on the CigarAuthority.com. This week we move back to cigar questions. If you watched the after show last week, we did the great rapper battle of yes. 2022. Great show. Round one is now available for you to vote. Um, but we asked this past week if you were forced to remove one fast food from existence, which would it be? And the uh, choices were McDonald's, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, Domino's, and Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Never, never ate a Taco Bell. I think you got to go Domino's. It's the worst chain pizza. You were getting it for the longest time. You were getting it every day there for a while. Mm, I was getting Pizza Hut. Oh, Pizza Hut. It was and Pizza it was- Hut. It was because they did the deep dish with the jalapenos and the pineapple, but Mm-mm. I don't When's eat the last that time you ate that? <sighs> yes. Seven years. And right. the, uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, I got to get rid of Domino's because I'm going to eat at Taco Bell when I'm homeless. <laughs> I think it's a very good value. You get a giant bag of. It's good for the homeless. Yeah, something that resembles. But Domino's food. is gigantic, it's delivery, right? When nobody was doing it. it was but a- if you have no home, how are you going to have it delivered? Domino's yeah. killed people. Could they deliver the homeless drivers. people? Maybe the homeless people have phones that they could call. Yeah, yeah, they have phones. Yeah, maybe deliver it to you the need a ho- city. Do you need a phone if you're homeless and you you, you have no home? <laughs> I think you do. I mean, you probably still you have, have to, talk to people. Deliver. But you got nothing to do anyway. Well, so you, you got to Google. Google stuff. All right, where can I find a home? <laughs> <laughs> that kind of a thing. <laughs> And the uh, winner or the loser was Domino's with just under 30% was of the second, Taco, Taco Bell no, was sec- second. Second worst, right? Yeah. And then uh, Chick-fil-A and McDonald's and Wendy's were separated by one vote. All right. Mm-hmm. Wendy's got some good stuff going on. The Baconator. Yeah, they got a lot of stuff. Yeah. Next week's, uh, just so you know, it's going to be time consuming because we put all around one against each other. Yes. So it's one one verse two, three verse four. So you got some work to do? So, yep, they're up there. <laughs> And uh, look forward to I seeing. I thought we were going to stretch this out and do gonna, one versus two this week. And it, well, if we did it that way, I figured we'd be doing this until February. Yeah. Oh, so we don't want that. I think people would lose interest by that. All right. So uh, next week, October 8th, is Survey Says. It's our survey, which is still on the CigarAuthority.com. Mm-hmm. You go on there, you'll see participate in the survey. Yep. You click the button, and it's going to ask you 25 questions. They're simple, fast, multiple choice questions give us the answers and we're going to give the wrap up next week and tell you cut off is friday at 9 a.m october 7th 9 a.m is your last chance to does it right. tell do, you do it right now does it tell you if you got the answer right or wrong nope there's no wrong answer really so it's perfect yeah. it's a great test for mm-hmm. me 
uh, and I participated. <laughs> so I'm in there too. But everybody get on there, cigarauthority.com, the 2022 survey, uh, and we'll, that's what we'll go through next week. Um, the following week, we have uh, Pizza and Cigars, October 15th. We have Eduardo Fernandez from formerly Casa Fernandez, now Agonosa Leaf Cigars, uh, and he's going to be on the show. And uh, the following week, October 22nd, we have scheduled Henderson Ventura on the show, but that may change, but we will certainly have one of their cigars and talk about them uh, if they're here or if they're not here. Um, No pressure at all on the Ventura family to attend that at all. Uh, They're welcome to, but certainly uh, no need to do that. Uh, That being said, it is the Fat Finger Countdown. This is... The Cigar Authority's 12-year anniversary Lancero Cigar started with 300 cigars. We started this countdown when we reached 300 100, boxes. 300 boxes of 12, which are still available for you. You can buy a single for $12 or a box of 12 for $112. You can double up and take this number down uh, to two boxes for $199 or three boxes for $259. You love Lanceros. Lanceros are my favorite. That's bullshit. (laughs) Um, We are down to 92 boxes left. 92 boxes left on the wall. Let's get this down to zero. What what do we do about a box a week now? It's about that. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple of years they'll be gone. Two years yeah. at this rate. Ninety two weeks. Yep. <laughs> it's it's yep. horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> I'm up on the uh I'm up on the confessional. Oh, you got a good one? I got a good one. All right, let's do it. It's time for the confessional. <laughs> Brought to you by All Saints Cigars, featuring the All Saints Saint Francis. Voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saints Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, <clears throat> confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? So... Sometimes things get a little slow in the store, and this happened when I was working predominantly in the Nashua store. This isn't masturbation, is it? (laughs) Let me tell my story. That's yes. (laughs) Please, let's not go there. Can I tell my story? That's not good for anyone. Can I tell my story? You can. I've heard stories about you working in just your underwear in the back room with a co-worker in the same state of dress. Things got a little slow, and I happen to have some ambisol in my pocket i know the story so i put a little ambisol on one of the employees unattended cigars just right inside so that it wasn't going to come in contact with their lips but if they got their tongue on the cigar Mm -hmm. it was going to go numb and then this was eric uh wentworth used to work with us so he and i are smoking the cigar and we're talking about how you get so much flavor if you touch your tongue to the end of the cigar And this unsuspecting employee touched their tongue to the end of the cigar. And we're we're going on. It it must have been five minutes. And the kid, he starts drooling because he'd lost (laughs) sensation in his lips and his tongue. And we're talking about the flavors we're getting. And he goes, guys, I don't know about you, but my whole mouth is numb from touching the end of the cigar. And we absolutely died laughing. It was a mean, mean trick. And I felt... I felt bad. 
Mm. Yeah, don't do that to anybody. <laughs> don't put anything in their things. Horrible. All right. That's a, that's no a masturbation. No, it's all right, but it's still horrible. Don't do that. Oh, for the love. Who, who does that? For your penance, smoke two Churchills, three Robustos, who? All Saint cigars this week. It's five All Saint cigars. Just do it. I can do that before tomorrow. Does he know you did it to him? I don't believe he does. No, (laughs) he does now. He does now. All right, we're smoking the Eleanor Rose. This is a cigar from the Sereno family, and um, we had uh, them up here actually just yesterday. Uh, Tony Sereno popped in yesterday. How Uh, was he dressed? Not elaborate. A little casual. He He was was in a track suit. No way. But he had a T-shirt on underneath the top of his tracksuit, so I had no problem with it. And uh, I met his daughter, who came up, and uh, son-in-law. Or I don't know if they're married yet. Um, mm. Out of Texas, maybe son-in-law. And um, um, had some uh, cigars, future cigars with him, uh, and told him how much I love the Eleanor Rose, which I do. And um, Did you smoke that one with him? No, but oh. I had it before he came here. It's it's on my regular rotation now, and I will be fighting for this to be a contender for the Cigar of the Year. This Ooh. is a great cigar. That's a conversation we need to have yeah, soon. soon. <clears throat> there's a bunch, bunch that can mm. go on that list. And, and Adventura. A lot of cigars on Adventura, but then there's going to be a shortage of it. Yes, so, supply issue. So, and supply is a big part of it. Um, to can you give to- them a fire exemption? I don't know. We're going to have to have the conversation because they have actually probably have three cigars that could be as a contender. Um, great cigars, but um, it, certainly going to be an issue. Uh, and I said to Tony, he makes a cigar in Nicaragua anyway, but I know he makes cigars uh, over there too. And uh, we're okay with Alana Rose. Um, Nicaraguan cigar made at La Corona in Nicaragua. Great cigar. Very and, good. Of, and of the sizes, my favorite size, by the and way. Paul Kraft says Rojas Street Taco Short Corona. Very good yes. cigar. That's the Connecticut? Yep. Yep. Well, he's saying the regular one, not the Connecticut. When did the regular come out? It came out. We we brought it in at the end of last year, uh, so it makes the cutoff. Okay. Mm. Right, this will be a... The, There's the, a fight, lot. The, the fight begins. Everybody should start getting their list together so that we can we can begin this process. It is October. It's time. See, we were sixty days till Christmas. 80, yeah, eighty-five days. Eighty-five. But, uh, so, so ninety-five. Seven, 90. seven weeks to the contenders back. Right. So, we, 20, wow. 40, Remember, forty-nine days. We were scared for a while with the FDA stuff that would run out of contenders. Right. Oh, we got a lot of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of them. Okay, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll see how much our panel knows about the Beatles. Uh, we got letters in the mailbox, a prize to give away, and again, a reminder, last chance on the survey, go to CigarAuthority.com and participate in the 2022 survey. There's 25 quick questions there. Uh, please participate in this. We want to know about you. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Provider number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar and Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Havana wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Nelson Afronso from Selected Tobacco, the company who made and manufactured Atabay, Byron, and Bandola. You are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back. We're smoking Eleanor Rose Revolver, and we're talking about Beatles. Welcome back, everybody. 
So, uh, Barry, are you letting the world know? Yeah, I mean, she's going into birth, uh, into labor. I should be a grandfather by the end of the day. Uh, they're doing a C-section. So. Yeah, so this is this is happening. Yes. And uh, he may uh, get up, who knows, get up and miss the after show, or who knows. Yeah, what we'll, we'll see what happens with the after show, but I think I'm all right. All right. And uh, uh, will you go be, they don't want you there. At the hospital. But, but as soon as the baby's home, I'll be there. But can you go in the waiting room and go back and forth like that? Nah, I'm going to respect her issues that she doesn't want us there until she gets home. When Gianna had James because of COVID, yeah, yeah, you couldn't go. And I went in the parking lot for a little while and sat in the parking lot. But I uh, might get home and my wife may say, let's go to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. That's the case. I'll go. Perry, just go to the hospital, smoke a cigar in the waiting room, see what <laughs> happens. Like the old days. You ever see that old video of the guy sitting in the waiting room? Uh, I, don't, I don't know what cigar brand it was. And all the fathers are waiting. And then they get up and they say, oh, you have a baby. And the guy gets up and hands everybody a cigar. And then a little while later, they call the next guy and say, you just had a baby. And he gives everybody a cigar. And the guys left and said, uh, sir, there is no other people having a baby what are you here for he said the cigars <laughs> back in those days they just passed a cigar out to everybody yeah i will be buying a box of abuelo nieta today, nieta the girl and i'll be oh. handing them out once the child's born that would have been awesome in those days just go hang around till someone gives you cigars that's it uh that's how la giana havana the brand mm-hmm. comes because i said i'm gonna need a lot of cigars to pass out when gianna was born and here it is 28 years later, we still have the brand. Still have lots uh, of them. Tw- tw- 28 days, 28 years minus three days, because that oh, was actually October 4th. On 10-4. October 4th. Um, all right, we are talking about Beatles, and uh, I have a, uh, a little um, tr- uh, trivia question. Oh, because we haven't been tortured enough with <laughs> yeah. the friggin' Beatles? Yeah, so just blab out the answer. Of the panel, and I'll give you a point if you get it. John Lennon. I didn't ask the question yet. Who was born on July 4th, July 1940, uh, making him the oldest Beatle? I'm sticking with John Lennon. McCartney. Harrison. Ringo. <laughs> no points. Three different answers and no points. He's not even questions. dead yet. Wow. He is not. Which it's almost like we don't give a shit. Which was the Beatles? Why are you playing Barry right now? Why are you playing? Why are you so angry? <laughs> Jesus! Why are you playing Jonathan? They do nothing to prepare for the show, and then when yeah. I get to it, they complain that there's a Beatles trivia thing here, and they do nothing. No. Why are you saying they? I'm the only one complaining. Barry's over there texting. Which was the Beatles' longest single? Longest single: seven minutes and fifteen seconds. Hey Jude. Hey Jude. Point for Barry. That's how it's done. No complaining there on Barry's I'm side. I'm nothing. I'm nothing. What city was the Beatles born? Liverpool. L- Liverpool. Barry gets another Bar- point. Barry's a big Beatles guy. <laughs> yeah, Barry. Run away with this one. <laughs> what was the band's 1964 movie debut called? Hard, Hard Day's, Day's Night. Night. Ed Sullivan will take that. That was a porno. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> How many was that years? a soundbite or was that you no. laughing? <laughs> <laughs> How many years were the Beatles an active band? Ten. Nine. Ten. Ed mm-hmm. Sullivan. We got two to two, Mr. Jonathan the Goose Eggs, Mr. DJ. What was the Beatles' biggest selling single record? Biggest. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts oh, Club no. Band. Wrong. It was. Um, I want to hold her hand. No. No. You mean the album? 
Sing a selling single. Oh, single. That's, and she loves you. She loves you. No yeah, points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. On which show did the band? Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan gets that. <laughs> <laughs> By default. And I just have to circle. The tie goes to Ed Sullivan when the answer is Ed Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. That's what is rule. the name of the last album recorded on the Beatles? White album. Let it be. Well, you know Revolver. What? You know what? Abbey Road. Oh, Abbey Road. Wow. You I should have known that because that was the yeah. background of the picture for today's show. Oh, Which Beatle had the middle name Winston? George. Uh, no. Churchill. John. John. Ed Sullivan takes the lead. And last question. What song has Mother Mary come to me speaking words Let of wisdom? Let it be. Is Barry. Mr. Jonathan, you're terrible. And I have five tiebreakers. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> I'll save them for the after show. Five tie breakers. Oh, we're not done with this? Tie on the after show. I like it. We got a prize to give away. What are you giving away today? Uh, This week's email of the week is brought to you by Romeo and Julieta. This week's prize is a hat, a koozie, and a tumbler. And the koozie or the tumbler may contain lotion. They do not. And I'm smoking the Eleanor Rose. I put that cigar down during the whole trip. It's still burnt. I love that so much. Why? Does that matter that a cigar stays lit after you Just put it down for a couple minutes? Personal sickness that you it have. Is. <laughs> Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. The subject line is puffing on Mr. J's cigar. Ooh. So after lobbing that softball to Barry in the subject line, I'll get to the meat of the matter. I've recently had the opportunity to try Mr. J's favorite cigar, the Aladino Corojo Reserva, for the first time plus a few others in the Aladino line, including the Corona, that I'm smoking as I type this. Absolutely loving them. Have you ever grabbed a handful of candy cinnamon hearts and stuffed them in your face like a squirrel? Or Mr. J. Yes. <laughs> would do with nuts. Yes, you I You mix have. them all around in your mouth and then swallow. Yes. That's the cold draw. Mm. The, they are great cigars and are box-worthy. Wondering about drink pairing, what do you typically enjoy with the Aladino line? I know black coffee would pair well, but what about bourbon or whiskey or other pairings? My last question, does Ed Sullivan go for these Aladino Coronas? They seem like an excellent value for the price and flavor and maybe a touch too mild for his daily smoking. Thanks for a great podcast that makes my week every time. Back to puffin' on Mr. J's Stogie as I go. I love me Coronas. What, what but- pairs with that? Uh... I have to defer because I coffee didn't hear is, the message. Coffee is okay. mo- probably the one I do the most with that. But uh, when I'm at home at night and uh, he, he after said, dinner, I don't, I don't want to hear coffee is what he said. I, Aladino he, Corojo Reserva pairing uh, with uh, whiskey. Uh, right. Whiskey is good. The, uh, I, use, I drink a lot of Monkey Shoulder or um, Glen Murray. I think Both the, are good. I think the spice of a rye would help complement the spice of the cigar. Here we go. I'm, a, I'm about complimenting yeah. flavors Jonathan's versus, about opposition. Yes. Which he likes opposition I no do matter like, what. I but, do like a glass of uh, red wine as well. But Scooter says he hears Ambisol goes really well with it. It does. <laughs> Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of the Cigar Authority. Dot com and our, our good friend, Hasib, is at it again. Hasib, let's see if he got it. The subject is, it keeps getting worse. Good morning, brothers and Neanderthal of the leaf. I have to imagine he's talking about Barry there. There are many things that separate us from, I'm going to struggle with this, Australopithecus afarensis. 
or Homo neanderthalensis, hmm. and eventually to Homo sapiens. Of course, Mr. J removed the sapiens part, hmm. but that's not the point here today. One of the many things that separates us is manners, courtesy, and social etiquette. I don't know how a man who listens to the great Jordan Peterson and is so knowledgeable about many other things can be socially retarded. <laughs> How do you not cringe at the fact that you brought something to another man's house and have the audacity to take it back with you? This is just baffling and mind-numbing. The only thing I can say to myself to explain it is this is just Mr. J. I think if you were to change this quality about yourself, many more people might want to invite you to their house. Yes. Then you might actually meet someone who knows what sex, and you might get into a relationship, and they might actually feed you real food. So oh. stop looking like a red-headed Sinead O'Connor. Oh. Very hurtful. It's not bad. Not bad at all. I think he's got the win so far. Yes. So far. Jonathan likes this one. Though. Jeff writes through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. I have often heard y'all referred to as the four horsemen of the cigar world. Really? Never. Well, I have I've a little... i never heard that. <laughs> I have a little spin to put on that today just for fun. I think you four are more like the original Ghostbusters. Dave, you are undoubtedly Peter Vekman, Bill I'll, Murray. I'll take it. I got mm -hmm. it. The guy at the center of it all, the comic relief, as you can't say, subscribe properly, yes, or just can, about anything in Spanish. It's inside the Urban Dictionary. But ultimately, <laughs> the man with the plan and the boss of them all. Hmm. Barry, no joke. Ray Stance or Dan Aykroyd, all the way. I mean, just about every image of you I have in my mind points to Dan Aykroyd. You are the guy manning the chat room, the techie, and most likely to vote to be voted to jump into the slime pit by your buddies. Ed, well, Ed, you are the Winston Zedmore, Eddie Hudson. You appear late in the film. You don't say much, and really, he, he was a black guy. Aren't at the heart of any of the plot lines. Mm. Kind of like your lack of appearance on the show. Quiet, reserved, and notably missing from the picture. And last but certainly not least, and I'm sure this will draw some ire, Mr. J, you are the Egon Spengler, Harold Ramis, hands down, the damn intellectual of the group. No, <laughs> I am not joking. You are the most researched, articulate, and deliberately thoughtful, the biggest geek of them all. I collect spores, molds, and fungus. Egon, yep, that's you, Mr. J, through and through. Stay real, stay runny. And stay puffed. I haven't Cheers. seen that movie in years, but if that's he, a great movie. It was a great email if he would have said Jonathan was Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Mm. He had that opportunity, and nobody yeah. picked the little guy, too. It was, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. It was too ass-kissing for Jonathan. That's why he likes it. Yeah. So does Hasib possibly get a, I, a I shot I almost here? feel like saying no just to yeah, be an I'm, asshole. Yeah, I'm saying no just because he used those... Big words in the beginning. Dumb it down. We're not that smart of a show. There we go. I'm still going with Hasib. I'll I'm take Hasib. Uh, well, I'm going with three. All right. Hasib it is. No, it isn't. No, because if you picked oh. three, oh, all right. you're I'll, the deciding vote. I guess. Oh, Hasib had it right there and yeah, it went away. Snatched. Thanks to those two assholes. Yes. All right. So it's then who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. There we go. If I have enough time this weekend, I got a lot of TV to watch. Oh, you! I may watch the the old original Ghostbusters. Do you ever see the the new one with the with no. the girls doing the Ghostbusters? I didn't watch it either. You could watch that too. Nah, no. 
I, I don't like because they probably ruined it, but I don't know that. <laughs> I never heard anybody say it was good. But um, the after show uh, will be interesting because the after show, which will be on on Wednesday, unless, of course, you're a friend of us on MeWe, uh, you catch it on Tuesdays. But on Wednesday, the topic will be the best cigar that represents the country. So think of it as somebody comes into the store and says, I'm looking I'm new with cigars, and I want a cigar from each country that represents that country. Hmm. Um, what would you guide a new cigar smoker to that would be best represent that so, country? L- like Poland? No, no, like Dominican, Honduras, Nicaragua, Cuba. Italy? Italy. <laughs> United States. I think we're all going to go with Toscano <laughs> yeah. and Italy. Now, Spoil- don't ru- spoiler don't alert. It. Don't ruin it. <laughs> But uh, that's what we'll talk about uh, on the after show. Uh, but people are against you uh, taking your the food away. So I think it's not cute. Stop taking the food away. When you bring something to somebody's house, it's not just because it's my house, anybody's house. Stop doing it. If, when you go to see the baby, maybe, and you bring a little something, um, like an outfit for the baby or something, you don't show it and then leave with it. You leave well, it. what if the baby decides they're going to have a sleepover at my house and I got no clothes for him? Correct. And it's a her. And b- the baby ain't sleeping over your house. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to write that down. Okay. So uh, that being said, uh, we got plenty of time. So let's uh, let's squeeze it in. Let's do. Uh, it's time for the classic three way, and it's brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for this day in classic history, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. Strength profile on this um, Eleanor Rose. Three. Three, Seven. Six. What? Seven. What? You're out of your mind. You seven. You've absolutely flown the coop. He said six. I said seven. It's way more than You said three. Five. Three, five, and two, six, sevens. seven. Six, seven. Uh-huh. So the highest and, vote is, uh, highest and lowest I voted removed, you know, following <laughs> Olympic judging. <laughs> and then we get what? Five and a half. 5.5. Barry Perfect. gives it a one point, uh, 101 rating. Who's our champion here? I am. You remember? I was, I was a big loser and then came from behind. All right. Ed, I got six questions and one tiebreaker. Right. Born today, Bonnie Parker, American outlaw, Bonnie and Clyde fame. Born in Texas today. What year was she born? Let me see. 1890. 1890, says. Down. You go. 1801. 1801. 1870. 1870. It's 1910. Ed Sullivan will take it. Ed Sullivan gets a point and over to Mr. Jonah. You were before me, weren't you? I said 90. 1890. Oh, sorry. My bad. Uh, 
Jonathan. Mr. Jonathan, born today, Jimmy Carter, American politician. He was the 39th president of the United States Democrat, born in Plains, Georgia. What year? 1921. 1921? 1925. 25. I had 24. 24. Somebody has two points. Ed Sullivan, 24. Three points for Ed Sullivan. Moving on to Barry, born today, Julie Andrews. A British actress and singer from Mary Poppins to The Sound of Music. Julie Andrews, I met her before. She was really? born today. Yes, I did. 1931. Did you do coke with her? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> 1940. 40. 1936. 36 was close. It was 35. So 31 will take the point. Me. Barry. Barry Stein. Okay, on to... Ed Sullivan? Yeah. Ed Sullivan, Congress creates the Weather Bureau today. That's ridiculous. It's a government agency. It's the Weather Bureau, and Congress created it in the year... Um, 1832. 1832. 1937. 1937. 1901. 1901. 1890, so Ed Sullivan will take that because you guys are over. Four for Ed Sullivan, one for Barry, and goose egg for Mr. Jonathan. Two questions left, and I do have a tiebreaker that I won't need. On to Mr. Jonathan. First baseball's World Series game is ever played today. It's the Pittsburgh Pirates. They beat the Boston Americans 7-3. to Pittsburgh Pirates beats the Boston Americans 6-3. to 1851. 1851. 1887. 1842. 1842. Barry needs to get it exact. 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 It's possible. Over to Mr. Jonathan. I, you've said that the last two times, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's Barry. Barry's up. It's Barry? Yeah. Okay. Henry Ford introduces the Model T car. It cost $825 today. What year? The Model T Ford, $825. It's introduced today. 03? 03. 1901. 01. 1938. 38. Who said 03? Me. Barry, three points, but it was uh, 08. Uh, But close, but no cigar. (laughs) Four, two, three. If I did the tiebreaker and I said Johnny Carson hosts the first Tonight Show and his guests include Rudy Valley, Tony Bennett, Mel Brooks, and Joan Crawford today. 1951? 63. 62. That's what I was going to say. Yeah? No. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Hey, love the Eleanor Rose um, revolver and looking forward to next week's show. I want to say some of the questions because you're sitting there and you're saying, uh, I don't want to participate in this question thing because the questions are too tough. Just give you a few questions. How much do you feel comfortable spending on daily cigar? Under five, five to seven, eight to 10, 11 to 14, 15 to 20, or 20 over daily cigar? Eight to 10. What size shirt do you wear? Medium. Yes, you do. More than that. Extra medium, <laughs> actually. Is that boys? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, what describes your strength profile? Mild, medium, full, medium, full, medium. Um, are you a man or a woman? Yes. Or other? I put other uh-huh. in because we're woke now. We're woke. <laughs> woke us. Um, what would you, be the perfect time of day to watch the Cigar Authority? See, we look at these things and maybe we changed. I'd guess yeah. around 3.30 a.m. It's people watching? Yeah. Well, you didn't say live. You just said perfect time to watch it. You think people are watching at 3 o'clock in the morning? No. No. I bet it's about 8 o'clock at night. It's perfect for me. Can you find that information out? I'd have to. I'll, I'll look. Okay. Are you a member of the care package? How many cigars a week do you smoke? Um, do you go fishing once a year? Do you go hunting once a year? I went fishing hmm. last weekend. Really? Yep. Did you wear fishnet stockings? <laughs> oh, I thought that's what fishing was. <laughs> do, do you tell people? Can I say about shoes? <laughs> no, no. But I did. <laughs> what, he has I did. I did intentionally cast the the rod where there were no fish because I don't want to touch the fish. So I didn't want to catch anything. So I huh. just put it away from the lily pads away. Because if was, the fish came in, you don't want to touch. Them. I don't want to touch it. It was Take, relaxing, though, right? Oh, smoking my cigar and having yeah. a good time. He plays a man, but <laughs> not that well either. We're asking you about cigar events, if you attend cigar events, and um, if you uh, smoke an infused cigar at least every One, now and then. Now and then yeah. um, how you buy your cigars, by the box, by the pack, by the single, usually. Um, you know, things that will help us um, narrow in and have a better show for you and, and know who exactly you are. When I say you, all of it gets put into you as a one person. Yeah, so it's not like we're going to look at you and say, look at this guy. I count the votes. Yeah. And then we we get this, what do they call that person we're supposed to talk about? An individual person of who the cigar authority? Avatar. Avatar. We're trying to create an avatar who the average listener is. And it's not nobody's going to be perfect to it, but it's going to give us a good grasp of what it is. So go to thecigarauthority.com, thecigarauthority.com. You'll see it. Click it on it. You only have till Friday at 9 a.m. Can I vent for a quick second? Vent. There's a question in there that goes, other, other than the Cigar Authority and Ashholes, do you listen to other podcasts? Mm-hmm. The amount of people that wrote in and said, I also listen to the Ashholes or both. Because you can't comprehend what you read. Pisses yeah. me off. Yeah. Read the question. Yes. There's no more than 10 words in each question. Yes. <laughs> They're very simple. I wrote them myself, so uh, it shouldn't um, be tough. So if the biggest view time for us is, as you would expect, Saturday at 12 p.m. Live. Live. Now, other than that, you see on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, after 6 p.m., Eastern, so okay. people are watching it after. So I bet if we did the show live at nighttime, it would be best for a live audience. I concur. You know when you go to But a, the voting may or may not agree with that. Right. Tune in next week to find out. You go to a high-end coffee shop, and they have the, the pastries done up, and maybe there's a coffee cake. I went to one this morning. The line was all the way through, and I left. 
and I drove to McDonald's and got a so coffee. you didn't see the coffee cake, but they they they'll often have a coffee. They cake do, and it's 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 got a thick coating crust of brown sugar on the love top. Love it, love it. If you dusted that coating with a little cayenne pepper, and you shaved that coffee cake, so there's only a little bit of cake, but most of it's the brown sugar and the cayenne pepper, and you you took a bite of that. That's what I'm getting. In the fu- the start of the final third of this Eleanor Rose, it could it doesn't have to be a high end coffee cake. It could be the Drake's cake. That's definitely not the Drake's. It could be. It could, no. be. It could, it could be. be the Drake's coffee. It's cake. not the Drake's coffee. Not cake. the, not the, the mini, the full size one, <laughs> the the regular. I still mm. pop it like an aspirin. Yeah, I'm a fan of Drake's coffee cake. I have it on my notes here. Not Drake's, but I wrote that specifically <laughs> in case you guys started talking no, about Drake's. Because it Drake's. could be. Now I want Drake's. Mm. Mm. Like a Susie Q too. Yeah? Yeah, those are good. They <laughs> Chocodiles. Everything at, but the snowball. At Topsfield Fair, they had these funnel cakes that yeah. were then finished. I got sick on them before. Really? Because it was finished like a coffee roll after you, that. You know who told me to eat that? I, I bumped into Mikey at that um, Topsfield Fair years ago. And he told you to eat the funnel cake? And I eat the regular stuff yeah. that I eat all the time. And he says, you got to go for the funnel cake. I go, well, what's a funnel cake? And I watch it pouring into this greasy pit of blackness oh, yeah. of whatever it is. Dirtiest oil you ever saw. And I'm watching it. I'm not liking the thought of it. But he said, no, you got to eat It's good. It's good. And I ate it, and I got so sick from this That's terrible. Just an amazing amount of lectins from the seed oils all the way to the this sugar. This was before there was lectins. No, there's <laughs> always been lectins. And Barry, they did have deep fried Milky Ways. Yeah, yeah. So you guys had Oreo deep fried. They have that. You guys hung out and you and you ate all with with Tony. He doesn't eat anything, right? Uh, Tony ate a turkey leg, a smoked turkey leg. All right, I could do that. You do the French fries. I had a diet Coke. You got to do German fries if you're at the German fries. German fries, and you put the uh, had that the vinegar, the malt vinegar, absolutely, and And a little salt. They had buckets of French fries. Comes in a big bucket. The German fries? Um, I didn't see how they were serving the German ones. These were regular fries in a big bucket. Yeah, if you're at a fair, you don't mess around with French fries. You can get those anywhere, anytime. Right. You got to get the German fries, malt vinegar, a little salt. I saw Chubby Checker was playing, mm-hmm. I think Monday. Uh, Kansas is going to be. Kansas, there. I saw that too. Uh, but Chubby it? Checker, I thought he died years ago. Apparently not. Well, Apparently, maybe. I they could had, have a hologram of him. He had a hit in 1950, The Twist. Mm hmm. Yep. Say he was 20 years old when he did it. I mean, he's, he's got to be 90. Chubby Chuggy, he's got to be 90 years old, and he's playing at Topsfield Fair. <laughs> I better go tomorrow because he's 90 years old. Um, I think I had seen, was it uh, Trace Atkins he's was going to be? He's 80. Yeah. He was 10 years old when he came out with that uh, hit? Let's see. He doesn't say. I think it was late 60s. Yeah, it might have been 61. Oh really? Uh, I thought that was 1960. 1960. I thought there was a 50s hit, right? The twist. He was 20. He was 19 when it. All right. Trace Atkins will be there on October 7th. You know who that is? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So a lot of talent there. He'll be 81 on Monday. Be 81 on. Maybe I'll go Monday. Maybe I'll. (laughs) 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 Maybe I'll go there on Monday and say happy birthday um, to to Chubby Checker. You couldn't call somebody Chubby Checker anymore. Fats Domino, all this is fat shaming, right? So I typed just Chubby Checker on the thing because I knew the Wikipedia came up. And they say, they list people also ask. 
And the number one thing they also ask is, are Fats Domino and Chubby Checker related? <laughs> yeah, all, all fat people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Dave and I are really cousins. <laughs> Minnesota Fats? Yeah. They're all related. Of course one, they're related. One big happy family because skinny people aren't happy There, there hasn't been a fat na- a guy named a fat thing in a long time. It's no. been years. We've got to bring that back. All right. All right. That's it for us. Uh, loving, loving the Eleanor Rose. That's all I can say about it. It. I, I vote for a contender for the cigar year on this one. Next week, no Ed Sullivan. Where the hell are you going, Ed Sullivan? Back to Baltimore to try to get killed. All right. Ed Sullivan's going to Baltimore, but we're going to be here and see what the survey says. Go on to the cigarauthority.com. The 2020 survey results will have them for you. You have till Friday at 9 a.m. Correct. And that'll be it. And uh, we'll pull some more information out there and give it to you uh, next week on the show. That's it. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And on behalf of Fats Garofalo and Chubby Stein, (laughs) you may have learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.